Will Levis will lead the Tennessee Titans to their first road victory of the season. And I'll tell you how he can do it on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, today's game plan edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on. Use that code locked on NFL. It's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL. Very first deposit match up to $100. It's a game plan Friday. We're going to dive into how the Tennessee Titans can win this game. Will Levis needs to attack the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. The Titans need to play zone coverage on defense. And I have the Tennessee Titans winning this one. I'll give you my official prediction. Plus, talk about which players need to have a good game. Before we get into all of that, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Shout out to my everydayers out there. I know that my voice has not been 100% most of the week. I found out on Thursday, I have bronchitis and a pretty bad ear infection. In my right ear. So I appreciate all of you guys who sent well wishes or just accepted the fact that I wasn't at 100%. This week was my flu game. And I think think we got through it pretty well. But I'm feeling a little bit better now and uh, ready to dive into this matchup. As I do every single Friday, I only talk about how the Titans can win the game. What they need to do schematically. And that's what I'm going to do today. Sunday, I'm going to be going live immediately after the game here on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel to break down what happened. I'll have a full 30-minute recap out later on Sunday night. And then we get into a great week of content as the season rolls on. So make sure, again, you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. But this Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary is not good. All right? Their own players. Carlton Davis is even saying, yeah, we're not a very good secondary right now. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are bottom five in the NFL in passing yards allowed. All right, they're not a team that gets a lot of sacks either. Their passing defense is awful. And we saw C.J. Stroud historically carve up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary last week. Now, the Buccaneers are going to play better this week than they played last week because they're at home. They're obviously going to be angry with their performance and Titans passing game just simply isn't as good as the Houston Texans passing game. Whether it should be, whether it shouldn't be, we can have conversations about that at a later day, but it's not right now. But despite all of that, the Titans still have to attack the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. And one of the things that makes them vulnerable is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers love to blitz. Again, they're not a team that gets a lot of sacks. They're not getting a lot of production from their pass rush up front. So they're a team that blitzes on 35% of their snaps. Top five in the NFL in blitz, according to Pro, uh, pro Football Reference. They're going to come at you, and when they do, they're going to leave their secondary vulnerable. And it's not just that the secondary isn't good. The Buccaneers are dealing with injuries as well. A lot of their cornerbacks are 
DNP in practice this week. Now, we don't know what the final outcome will be of injury status of the Titans or the other team, but it's looking like they could be missing even more in the secondary. This is the time where Will Levis has to step up and lead. He's probably going to be under pressure from the blitz. He's going to have to get the ball out quick. He's going to have to drive the ball downfield in one-on-one matchups. This is an opportunity. We just saw C.J. Stroud have a historic rookie performance last week. For better or for worse, Will Levis will be judged against that performance from Stroud. And while I don't expect Will Levis to have that sort of production statistically, because if the Titans get up and the Titans are throwing the ball like that, they're going to feed Derrick Henry. That is what we know. So it's not like the Titans are just going to continue to throw, throw, throw the whole time. It's not what their DNA is. But the Titans need to throw to get the lead. All right? We need Will Levis attacking downfield, cornerbacks in one-on-one situations. Other than Antoine Winfield Jr., who is a heck of a player at safety for the Bucs, there's really nobody else in that group that scares you. All right? So the Titans have to, have to. Attack that secondary. And that just that doesn't just mean down the field either. Make Tampa Bay tackle. Throw quick screens against the blitz. Use quick hitting routes. We're going to talk about individual players at the end of the show, but Hopkins and Phillips need to ball out in this game, and they should have the opportunity to do so. So the Titans will have to get a lead and will have to take advantage of Tampa Bay by driving the ball, by throwing the ball, at these cornerbacks, at these safeties. And once they get the lead, I think the Titans can get out to an early 10-0, 13-3. I think the Titans can get out early. And if they do that, then you attack in the running game. And when you attack in the running game, all right? Uh, shout out to PBK, Pretty Boy Kelly, one of my favorite dudes to interact with on Twitter. But he made a great point this week that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front seven is small. All right? Other than Vita Vea, who is one of the best nose tackles in the NFL, defensive linemen in the NFL, period. Other than Vita Vea, this is a small and light front seven. Uh, According to the tweet that I'm referencing from PBK, he said, nobody in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front seven is over 285 pounds other than Vita Vea. Kalijah Cansey, their rookie defensive lineman, was considered undersized. You have Shaquille Barrett, Joe Tryon, Shoyanka. They're not big, heavy-hitting, physical edge rushers. They're speed guys. And then, of course, Devin White and Levante David have always been more speed linebackers than they were big physical guys. So what I want the Titans to do here is run the ball to the perimeter. I mean, the B gap, the C gap, the off the tackles rear end, in between the tackle and the guard, attack there. Do not attack the A gaps from the outside uh, shoulder of the guard to the other outside shoulder of the guard. Do not go there because Vita Vea will dominate Aaron Brewer in a physical matchup. Period. Run to the outsides. I want to see the Titans go with more gap runs. We've talked about run scheme all year and how the Titans have evolved over the last few years from the pure zone running scheme that Arthur Smith had. The Titans run zone. But in zone, it requires double teams up front. You're trying to get teams on the move. You're trying to use the athleticism of the offensive line against the defense. This is not the matchup to go heavy zone run. This is going to be a gap run game. This is going to be a man run game. So gap runs are all about down blocks, out leveraging offensive defensive linemen that may be bigger than you. Okay. There may be a guy that's bigger than me, but if he's on my inside shoulder and I'm trying to wash him that direction, I already have a leverage advantage. So set your guys up in those positions 
to deal with Vita Vea on the Vita Vea on the inside, and then pull your offensive tackle, pull your backside tight end, and create momentum going forward because your bigger-bodied guys are going to get on those smaller guys in the front seven, and that is where you will have a physical advantage. You're not going to out-athletic this front seven. You are going to out-physical this out this front seven of Tampa Bay. So don't try to run zone and beat them to the edge and all this stuff. I want to see gap runs and maybe even a little bit of man run. We saw the Titans run HB lead against the Falcons. HB lead. That's a man blocking scheme. Not gap, not zone. I mean, they realize here that some of the stuff that they've been doing isn't working as well, and they need to make sure that they take advantage of the physical limitations of this front seven with gap runs that basically enhance the physicality of the offensive line, not the athleticism of the offensive line. I think this is going to be another big week for the toss, the toss sweeps out of shotgun and getting Henry on the perimeter and just hemming guys inside. I, I think that is where the Titans are going to have success, not with their classic outside zone. Finally, no turnovers. Now, normally I'll tell you the Titans have to win the turnover battle. Not this week. They simply can't lose it. Tampa Bay is one of the top three teams in the NFL at creating turnovers. That's how you can get some wins when you don't have the best offense and you have a defense that's susceptible. If you get turnovers on defense and give easy opportunities to your offense, you got a great chance to win games. Tampa Bay has forced a ton of turnovers. They're plus eight in the turnover margin this year. The Titans don't have to win the turnover battle to win this game, in my opinion, but they cannot lose it. So the Titans cannot give the ball away to the Buccaneers. Attack the secondary. Gap runs with a physical mindset, not an athletic mindset, and then don't turn over the ball. That's what the Titans have to do, and if they do that, I think they have a great chance to win. But we're going to talk about what I want to see on defense. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's this simple. You go on Prize Picks. They have a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 100 rushing yards. Will Levis, 200 passing yards. DeAndre Hopkins, three catches. Those are examples. And all you do is you pick two to six players and say whether that player is going to do more or less than the prize picks projection. You don't have to play against sharps and uh, pros and bots making a thousand lineup combinations like other daily fantasy things. This is just you against the prize picks projections. And now you can do combo lineups where you have maybe Derrick Henry, 100 rushing yards. LeBron James, three three three-pointers made. You can combine things together. And they have a really cool community plays tab where they have like rapper Meek Mill makes his lineups. Comedian Andrew Schultz makes his lineups. It's really cool. It's really, uh, I guess, engageable, if that's a word. Uh, Really fun to do. But either way, make sure that you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports. Made easy. Also do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together about the wins, even the losses as well, who starts, who sits. I'm thankful for that connection that we have. And today, I want to chat about something that's a little more personal. So I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. 
you are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, um, Ravatio prescriptions. And this is possible because of our friends over at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medications. Remember, use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Chase. Quote, I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills and have to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year of supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than a local pharmacy. I highly recommend this for everyone. End quote. If you or someone you love would like to get peace of mind by having a year supply of daily meds, go to jacemedical.com to see what it has to offer for you. Use the promo code Locked On for $20 off your purchase. Titans fans, let's continue today's game plan preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about what I want to see schematically on offense. The Titans need to attack Tampa Bay secondary. The Titans need to attack the perimeter in the run game, but with gap runs, not with outside zone. Also, no turnovers. Don't need to win the turnover battle, but can't lose it on the road against Tampa Bay. Remember, I think the Titans will win this game. I'm going to confirm my prediction and talk about the individual matchups to watch at the end of the show. But now, it's time to talk about what I want to see schematically on defense. Let me know down below, how do you think the Titans can win this game? What should they focus on? What players are you worried about? Let me know down below. Excited to see what you guys have to say. But at the end of the day, the Titans have to get back to stopping the run. All right, I mean, Tampa Bay is not a good running team. They average like 78 yards a game, one of the worst rushing offenses in the NFL. If the Titans can't stop the Buccaneers' run game, it is time to panic, all right? The Titans have been a historically good run defense. And then over the last four games, something cataclysmic has happened. And at first... We blamed it on not having Tart against the Colts. But, I mean, look at this. First four games of the year, run defense. 69 yards allowed. Nice. 61 yards allowed. 78 yards allowed. 72 yards allowed. Last four weeks, 193, 139, 140, 166. What is going on? Our pets' heads are falling off. I mean... The Titans have to get back to playing good run defense. All right? They have to. They have no choice about it. They have no choice about it. It's a must. All right? Because Tampa Bay can't run the football. So if you allow a team that can't run the football to run the football, you are making everything else that they do do better than run the football even that much better. Like, Tampa Bay has good wide receivers. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. All right? I even think Trey Palmer. Pretty solid. Kate Otten at tight end, pretty solid. Rashad White, really coming on lately, especially out of the backfield catching the ball. The Titans cannot, cannot allow Tampa Bay to go above their average in run defense or in the run game where they are doomed. And I think the Titans will stop the run this week. 
I do. So they have to, though. There's no doubt about it. Also, along with that, to me, stopping the run, a lot of it has to do with tackling. Aziz Alshire is not a good tackler. He has broken tackles on him all the time. All the time. The Titans secondary, especially at safety now, Amani Hooker was never a certain sure tackler. But Elijah Molden, Terrell Edmonds, they've been awful in run defense since Kevin Byard got traded. All right. Teams are saying, look what the Steelers did. The Steelers said, hey, we're either throwing short wide receiver screens to the outside or we're running it up the middle. If you commit guys to the outside for the screen, we're going to run it. If you commit guys to the run, we're going to throw it out there. And guess what? Your DBs are not going to tackle. So unless the Titans linebackers and defensive backs tackle, which Rashad White can break those tackles for sure. He's a physical runner. If the Titans don't tackle, they're not going to stop the run, no matter what they do schematically in their alignment or their play calling. If your guy gets there to get the running back down on the ground and he misses the tackle, it's over. So stop the run. But the big thing that I'm looking for in that is tackling. Can the Titans tackle? Because they haven't been doing it very well lately. Um, Outside of the run game, we go to the passing game, which I think whichever secondary in this game plays better to bad secondaries. Whichever secondary plays better is the team that will win the game. Okay? And if I'm the Titans, I'm not putting my cornerbacks one-on-one against Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in man coverage. No. I'm playing zone coverage. Baker Mayfield this year, it's kind of crazy. I was doing my research. Baker Mayfield has been better against the blitz, better against pressure than he has otherwise. He has zero interceptions when blitzed or under pressure this year. He has four interceptions when he's kept clean. If you blitz Baker Mayfield, you are creating one-on-one opportunities on the outside. Mike Evans has been crushing one-on-one opportunities on the sideline his whole career. The Titans have been terrible at defending one-on-one opportunities against the sideline for a year and a half now. If you put Christian, Christian Fulton's been playing well lately, but if you let Christian Fulton play one-on-one with Mike Evans, you're going to lose. Sean Murphy Bunting probably not going to play in this game. The last time Trey Avery played, 12, tar- 12 catches, 15 targets, 100 yards, a touchdown, two penalties. If you put Trey Avery one-on-one against Mike Evans and you're blitzing and leaving your guys on an island in the back, you're doomed. And Baker Mayfield has been incredibly successful against that throughout the season because that's what Baker wants. Baker doesn't want to try to hit all these contested passes over the middle. No, just like in college, Baker wants to throw bombs down the sideline and throw it up and let his guys make plays. And with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, they will make plays. So zone coverage. Don't blitz. Let your front four get after it. They've been struggling lately, I know, but blitzing and leaving one-on-one opportunities and putting your DBs on an island is how Tampa Bay has won games. Do not do that. Have a safety over top of Mike Evans. Let your corners play zone and have their eyes on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield will get impatient. Baker Mayfield will get overly aggressive, and he will give you the ball. Do not, do not blitz him and make it easy for him to take advantage of those one-on-one opportunities. Don't do it, all right? 
make Baker Mayfield dissect zone coverages, read defenses, and make accurate throws over and over and over again. And I bet that the Titans will get a turnover. But with that being said, we do have to get into my official prediction for this game, which I do have the Tennessee Titans winning. Also want to talk about some individual matchups that we've basically hinted at so far, but individual matchups that I definitely want to hit on. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right, guys. We're getting to the end of the year season. The holidays are coming up, and the reality is some of you guys do struggle with seasonal blues. I can tell you, honestly, my mom. My mom is a flower child to the max. She loves the sun and the warm weather. Big Native American background for my mom. She does not feel great when it gets cold, when it gets dark, when it gets gloomy. And honestly, that's something that a lot of you guys out there have definitely dealt with. And I think all of us, to an extent, deal with that. And not only that, but you add in the holidays and there are certain traumas and experiences that we've had that while some people see the holidays as a very fun time, it can be stressful. It can be a sad time for a lot of people as well. Therapy can be a bright spot amongst all the stress, the change, the feelings. It's something to look forward to, make you feel grounded, and give you the tools to manage everything that's going on. I worked with BetterHelp when we first started working with them here at Locked On. When I first moved into my house, there was a lot going on. It was the beginning of a season. I felt a little overwhelmed, and it really helped me kind of center myself, cool down, and see the big picture. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, you got to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash on. Titans fans, let's continue today's game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Again, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic, staff writer for Sports Illustrated over at alltitans.com, and a certified film junkie breaking down the X's and O's with you guys every single week. We've been talking X's and O's all show, diving into what I want to see schematically, philosophically from the Titans offense and defense. Remember, Put your thoughts down below. Let me know how you want to see the Titans play this game. I think the Tennessee Titans win. Okay? And I'll admit, my predictions have been hit or miss this year. I thought the Titans would beat the Browns. They didn't. Uh, I thought the Titans would beat the Chargers and the Bengals, though. Or beat the Chargers and the Falcons. And they did. Uh, I thought the Titans would beat the Saints. They didn't. I thought the Titans would lose to the Steelers. They did. I thought the Titans would lose to the Bengals. They didn't. I thought the Titans would beat the Colts. They didn't. So I'm kind of all over the place here, but I mean, we're talking about game predictions. If any of you guys in the comments can perfectly predict the Titans record game by game all year long, you better go to FanDuel Sportsbook right now and, and make money off that incredible talent. All right. That's all I got to say. But 
<coughs> Sorry, guys. Bronchitis. Killing me. Um, I still think the Titans win this game. And I feel pretty confident about it. 28-24 to 24 is my prediction. I think the Titans have the better quarterback. I think the Titans have the better coach. All right? I think Tampa Bay has just as bad of a secondary as the Titans. And I think Tampa Bay's offensive line is just as bad as the Titans. Tampa Bay can't run the ball, which I think really plays into the Tennessee Titans' hand. Um, Tampa Bay likes to blitz, which could put their secondary on an island and make it easier for Will Levis to take advantage. I don't think there's anybody that can guard DeAndre Hopkins in this game as well. So with that, I think we see more offense. I think it's a back-and-forth battle, but I think Will Levis makes the play at the end to win the game. All right? So Titans win 28-24. Let me know what your guys' prediction is down below. But as for the individual matchups in this game, also, if I like the Titans to win, I love the Titans as underdogs getting the point. Um, Love that. If you could tease the Titans up to seven points, love that. That is a killer one right there. But individual matchups here. For me, I talked about it. I mentioned his name a second ago. It's a big DeAndre Hopkins game. This is a big DeAndre Hopkins game. I'm expecting over 100 yards for Hopkins. He's going to get one-on-one opportunities. I am not scared of the cornerbacks of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Also, can I say this? I'm sad that we don't get a Sean Murphy bunting revenge game. He's probably not going to play in this one. Not only do they need him on the field, but, you know, want him to play against his former team. But for me, this is where Hopkins earns his money. All right, this is where it happens. They need him against a terrible secondary to dominate. Uh, that's That's what he's getting paid to do. Okay, so for me, I expect a big Hopkins game, um, whether it be in the slot, whether it be on the outside. Again, I don't think that Tampa Bay has the horses to cover DeAndre Hopkins. I don't. So uh, that is what I'm looking for, is DeAndre Hopkins to dominate. Also, Kyle Phillips in the slot. Uh, This should be another big Kyle Phillips game. Those are the two best receivers the Titans have right now. So they should dominate. They should dominate. And we've seen the chemistry with Hopkins with the three-touchdown day. We saw the chemistry with Phillips last week, four catches, 68 yards. Those two have to dominate this game. They have to consistently get open. And I think if they do that, Levis will find them. I do believe that. Still on offense. Or moving away from offense. That's what I mean. On defense. Cody Mock. Guard for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Leads the team in pressures allowed with 19. Leads the team with sack with sacks allowed, five. The next closest person has two. So Cody Mock has been a vulnerability all year long. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons paging Jeffrey Simmons. This is one of those matchups, like against the Bengals, where Jeffrey Simmons should look like, and against the Falcons, where Jeffrey Simmons should look like the best player on the planet. That's what we should see. And if Jeff does that, then Baker Mayfield is going to turn over the ball. This is one of the games where Jeffrey Simmons has to make a huge play to change the game. He's going to have a great matchup and opportunity to do so. Has to do it. Has to. Okay? Um... Moving right along here, Christian Fulton. The Titans are going to have Trey Avery out there, and the Buccaneers are going to attack. If the 
Buccaneers can attack both cornerbacks and we get the first three weeks of the season of Christian Fulton, uh, there's no way that the Titans win. There's simply none. So if the Titans are going to have Trey Avery on the outside, who's going to get targeted a lot, they have to get a good performance on the other side from Christian Fulton. They have to. They absolutely have to. So Roger McCreary should be back in the slot. Not worried about that. Happy with that. But those outside matchups are something to watch. And the Titans need Christian Fulton to be their top cornerback in this game. Period. Has to. So I'm looking at Hopkins and Phillips. I'm looking at Simmons. I'm looking at Fulton. Those guys have to have good games for the Titans. But again, I do think the Tennessee Titans win this game. I have it 28-24 Titans. First road win. And I'll be here on Sunday night. Sunday after the game, Sunday night as well, to break it all down with you guys. But, um, ooh, starting to feel a little bit better. Not 100%. Thank you guys for hanging in there with me. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this is Locked on Tight.